Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Alchemy podcast series on impact, talking with entrepreneurs and organizational leaders who contribute to building a more cooperative and positive future. I'm Ursula York, the host of this series. I'm a mentor to business people who want to have a positive effect on the world around them, building strong businesses by creating value for their clients, team members, and the larger world. I am so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have impact. They're inspiring and energizing role models. I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. For ongoing inspiration and support to get clear on your impact and put it into action, enter your name and email at workalchemy.com. Today's guests in this podcast series on impact are Leah Hines and Nazrin Murphy. Leah and Naz's worlds collided in 2012 to create a new business, Rock Your Purpose Live. Based in Australia, they left careers in public relations and law enforcement to create a vibrant and online community. They have coached and trained over a thousand passionate, purpose-driven individuals to drop the old list-building mindset and step into a value-adding mindset in their businesses. Their purpose is to help you create meaningful and sustainable communities that are hyper-engaged so that together you can make your mark on the world. So welcome, Leah and Naz. I'm so delighted to have you here. Thank you so much, Ursula. Well, I, it's great. It's great to be able to talk with you about this because I know this topic is one that you feel passionate about as well. But I'd like to hear a little bit, and, and I know our, the listeners would like to know what is it that drew you to create this business together? Because you both came from such different backgrounds. What was it that drew you together and, and caused you to create what you have, which is pretty amazing uh, community and business? Yeah, to, to cause the worlds to collide, as, as you said in our intro, it was definitely like that, wasn't it, Naz? It, it definitely was. It definitely was. I might actually like throw back to a quick story. Is, um, Leah and I were, were complete strangers uh, back in 2012, and we actually joined an online course. So at the time, we had both been individually searching for our own purpose and We'd both been in these jobs, which were okay. We were we were happy enough in them, but we knew that there was something missing in our lives. So both of us knew that for ourselves. And we couldn't find anyone else in Australia that had this similar mindset that we had. And, and at the time, we thought we were a little bit weird, a little bit crazy to be thinking. <laughs> you know, we, we'd, we'd both achieved everything. We'd gone to university, um, got good degrees, had great jobs. We had um, husbands and children and homes and all those things, but we still thought something was missing. And uh, so we both joined this course, unbeknownst to us, uh, each other, that we were both joining at the same time, and we were put in a mastermind group together. And uh, when I joined, I thought that I was going to be, you know, put in a mastermind group with other um, people from America because it was an American mm-hmm. course and I thought you know um, they seem to be very progressive and much more progressive than a lot of Aussies at the time and <laughs> anyway lo and behold I got teamed up with another Aussie there was actually a few of us in the group but uh, yeah so Leah and I were in this group together and it was just something about the way um, we were both sharing our own stories and 
it was really clear to both of us in the beginning that we had very similar values and beliefs about what we wanted to do and the, the difference and impact that we wanted to make in the world. And we didn't have it all sorted out right in the beginning, but we just we just knew that there was something that we both believed in that was much bigger than ourselves. And so way back then, we were both very um, uh, technology inept. We, we didn't even, we could hardly even work Skype back then. <laughs> and uh, by our second meeting, which was like a, a week into knowing each other, we hadn't actually seen each other. But I just thought, you know, Leah was an amazing person and she clearly um, she clearly wanted the same things in the world that I did. So I said to her, hey, would you like to start a business together? <laughs> and, then, and then Leah, like, didn't even hesitate and she's like, I don't know what we're going to do, but, yeah, sure, why not? So that, let's give that a go. Now that's entrepreneurial courage in action. <laughs> <laughs> Slash a little crazy, I think. <laughs> well, I was thinking to say yes to this crazy woman. <laughs> But I mean, you know, like you said, Naz, when we, when we started out, Ursula, you know, we literally knew nobody local to us and, and even in Australia that really thought the way that we were thinking, which at that time was just like, surely this isn't it, right? Surely there's more. Surely, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to wake up every day feeling like it's Groundhog Day and, and just really <laughs> having that curiosity and that question mark of like, surely there's there's more, there's something else. And and, you know, it really was that case of, of worlds colliding. And, and, you know, I think the way you asked the question was what, what drew us to having the business that we have now. Well, in a lot of ways, it feels like the, the other way around, that mm -hmm. the business kind of drew us in. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we certainly had no idea for those first probably, I don't know, three years of what the hell we were doing. And, <laughs> you know, Naz best described it as we really just – Throw it for two or more years throwing spaghetti at the wall and just seeing what stuck and but what we kind of knew and have come full circle on now is is how important community is because we didn't have that community all we had was each other mm -hmm. at that time um, and we now just see so many people out there who on the one hand it seems like you know the world is so connected and you know we've got all access to all these people but this we still see so many entrepreneurs who are just trying to do it on their own, slugging it out day in, day out. And we really want to shift that to create, to help them create their own communities so that they can have a successful business, obviously, but also that they don't have to do it alone, that they can really have that sense of fulfillment. Because I don't think life is meant to be done alone. You know, we really think life's meant to be done with others. It's way more fun too. <laughs> yeah, and Go ahead, Ness. Oh, well, I'll just tack on the end of end of that because there's something much deeper going on. Like if we're talking about impact, there's something much deeper going on for both Leah and I in that space. And the reason why we've been drawn specifically to community, because right at the beginning, what we did know is is that we both love human beings, and we both could see that the potential in humans is it seemed seemed to both of us to be all locked up inside and so we really started out in that space of really just wanting to help and make a difference to other people uh, and you know we we're in that coaching space of individuals and then we were starting to coach in group settings and we started to create our own community and what we realized as we were doing that is is that the collective potential of humans was being unleashed or unlocked way quicker than we could do individually. And so that's why we really moved into this space of, of having people doing this together. 
because we could see how powerful that was. And so I think that kind of ties into what Leah's saying is that the business kind of found us along the way is because we saw how powerful all of that was. And that's why we really moved into that, being able to create communities with people to make their impact because we can do it in a much bigger way than we ever thought possible. I love the way you said that about, um, I think it was Leah said that the business drew you in, drew you in yeah. rather than you yeah. mm-hmm. kind of, rather than the reverse, which is often how we think about it in this very kind of left brain sort of focused way. And it's so powerful when you can allow what wants to come from you and and then yeah. allow that into being and it uh, creates something really, really amazing, which you've obviously done. I, I, I really like too what you said about our, our potential being locked up inside and then collectively it really comes forth in a much stronger, more compelling, more powerful way. How have you seen that manifest in, in the group work that you've been doing, the, the community work? Oh, so, wow. It's just, it's such an, <laughs> it's been such an amazing journey, you know, to, so I think going back, we kind of, as Naz said, we sort of started out doing a lot of one-on-one um coaching like I mean when we started it was just like anybody please somebody will you coach with me so I can see if I'm any good at this stuff um but also what we did early on was we we created some some groups with people that we just reached out to and said hey do you guys want to be in a group together um and then right fast forwarding to today where it's you know we're obviously got our stuff together a little more and we create programs where we bring groups together. So last year we had a group of 14 um, purpose-driven entrepreneurs. They were all working on completely different projects. Um, But the way that we ran it was that we had weekly uh, group coaching and mentoring calls with them. And I remember that one of the first few calls, us saying to them, we just wanted to let you guys know that this isn't just about your project. And you're actually going to be working. It was a 10-month immersion. You're actually going to be working on each other's projects. And you should have seen the jaws drop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, my goodness. You could see them thinking, hang on a minute. I've got (laughs) hardly any time in my day here. How the hell am I going to work on my project, let alone someone else's project? Um, And once they kind of got past the shock of that, it's actually kind of twofold. One is this incredible mindset shift, which is something that will serve them long term, which we talk a lot about is how can I add value to you? How can I make a difference to you? And shifting the focus from yourself out there to others. And then that, you know, in our mind pays dividends when they actually have their own community. It's not about you. It's about your community. It's about how can I connect the people within my following within my community to really like accelerate all of our journeys together. And so, you know, it kind of brought up, I think, a lot of fear initially for people that we work with um, that like, what about me? I'm going to be left behind. My stuff's going to be forgotten. But what happened was together, you know, that saying a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. Well, it couldn't be more true because suddenly we started to see collaboration. We started to see new ideas coming to the group. We started to see, hey, let's jump on a call together and let's talk about because this is my wheelhouse web design. I can help you with that. And so what happened was over 10 months, this just absolutely beautiful bonding within that peer group 
And the cool thing is, is that that is still solid today. So they still reach out to each other, they collaborate, um, and they're not doing it alone. So they're, they actually have this peer group that they can lean on when the going gets tough, when they want to celebrate, and they can actually have someone to turn to. And But, you know, kind of getting over that first jaw-dropping moment <laughs> of, I'm going to ha- have to help you. Hang on a minute. I've paid good money for this program. Was, um, <laughs> it's always fun for us to watch. Yeah. Well, I I just got chills when I heard you describe what you, uh, why you did what you did because of accelerating all our journeys together is is a phrase that you used. And that is so unbelievably powerful. And for you to make those connections and then give give people that opportunity to really support each other in a concrete way, um, it's just, uh, that's an amazing shift for us, I think, in a kind of capitalist-oriented society. I mean, mm-hmm. certainly businesses have been doing things, I think, more differently, um, more differently, differently, <laughs> more and more, yeah. uh, because of concepts like conscious capitalism and and uh, things like that. But this is such a high level of cooperation. I just love hearing that. I think, yeah, most definitely. And I I think um, for us, it's always been really important to create an environment. There's nothing that annoys me more is than you do a course and then you you go through the exercises and then you're kind of on your own again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might have a six-week period and that's kind of it. And so it's always been really important for Leah and I to uh, create that environment where once Leah and I disappear – that the support structure is still in place, right. and so we we do that very um, very intentionally, so that so that it's not just the end of it, and that they can keep on going. And and for these particular people, that will be for the rest of it, like their their bonds that they're going to keep for the rest of their lives. And uh, it's just amazing to see what they what they are creating in the world and the impact that they're now making not just for themselves but the communities that they're creating around their own projects Mm -hmm. in the world just by creating those connections so um yeah it's it's the best (laughs) it's it's the thing that lights lights me up to see them off doing all of those awesome things so that's great i I'm a huge fan of masterminds, and one of the reasons is this very powerful connection that people have with each other that that when it's really intentionally built, that it does carry on far beyond the initial experience, and those people can become joint venture partners and uh, collaborators and on all levels, so and suppliers, whatever makes most sense in those kinds of connections. so that's that's really awesome to hear. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I think I think the slight difference in in what we're creating, um, or the different mindset shift compared to some masterminds, and and I think any mastermind is like if you don't have currently have a mastermind and you're listening to this, then go find yourself <laughs> go one. Go get one, yeah. Because, because yeah. that is go, that is going to propel your journey to impact way faster than anything else you can do. I know that my personal journey didn't take off till I found Leah and then it just absolutely exploded after that. So, but the the slight difference is what Leah was touching on is, is that, you know, we, we all have these amazing skills and talents ourselves 
And we have this mindset that we think we need to be able to be awesome and amazing at every single thing. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of masterminds are there to kind of just encourage you and make sure you're accountable and do all those sorts of things. The difference is, is that we're actually tapping into the brilliance of our mastermind team. So if you're listening to this and you've got a mastermind, is this to start, um, if you're not already, is this to start tapping into the talents that you're uh, mastermind partners or group actually have and support each other because what we realize is if we if we're focused on looking after every single other person in our community and they're focused on the same thing then we don't even have to worry about ourselves because we know that someone's always going to have our back mm-hmm. we can create that environment of community of that really solid community like true community then um then that's when that's when things really start to skyrocket yeah. yeah, and and Ursula, I just want to give a really grounded example of that that ca- came to mind as you, as Naz was sharing in one of our mastermind groups. Um, we had so we ha- we have someone different in the hot seat each week, and they would bring with them their biggest challenge for that moment. And uh, we worked with someone who uh, was huge into fitness and wellness, and that was his thing. He was a personal trainer. He still had his full time sales job, but his real passion was wellness and really getting entrepreneurs to look after themselves so that they can then be the most successful version of themselves. Um, But he was very much limited to uh, helping people locally and wanted to expand his reach to a much more virtual world. And so on this particular mastermind group call, um, you know, he shared his problem and his challenge and we're all brainstorming for him. But at the end, we asked the group, what can each of you do? What action can each of you take to help this person get another client that's in the virtual world. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly everyone's bringing forward, oh, I know XYZ person and this person, oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't think of them. They would be an amazing fit for you and I'm going to connect you. And suddenly he had all these new conversations with new people brought into his life that he would otherwise have never got in contact with and never been able to make a difference to. And so, you know, actually taking it a whole nother step further of like, what are you other people in the mastermind group going to bring to help your fellow um, teammate? Like, actually, what are you going to do? What action are you going to take that's going to help him move forward? And it was just incredible to see now, you know, that he has, uh, what is it now, Naz? I think you know who I'm talking about, 10 or 11 or 12 virtual clients all around the world. So he doesn't have to be in person with them, but he can still coach them from a wellness space. And it's just amazing to see what's possible when we tap into the potential and the, the connections as well of other people. I love hearing that. If you could see me, you could see me grinning here because I, <laughs> this is such a fabulous way of putting those connections to very intentional use and and invite people to really become engaged with each other on a much higher level. That's a fabulous yeah. example. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. So you, you've talked about the, the ways in which you're working with people, and, and, and you've already touched on this, but what would you say was the most important way or ways that you impact your, your clients, your customers? Great question, Ursula. I'm like, Naz, are you going to jump into this one? I, I, I am going to jump okay. into this one. So, so I, would, I would say like on a, on a very global level, um, the way that we... Um, 
most impact our people is is that we really deeply care about them. Um, and so for us, this isn't about business. This is really about impact. So, so the, the money side of things, we, that comes secondary to actually making the impact. So, so for us, it's really all about looking like, so it's, it is also very selfish as well. I have to be completely honest (laughs) is that, is that when we make the, this, like when we care about our people so deeply and we can see the success that they're having for themselves and the impact that they're making in the world, then that's where we start to feel alive and we start to feel fulfilled. And, and that's the stuff that money can't buy. And so, so I would say most definitely just how much we really genuinely care about every single person that um, comes into our community. Yeah, and I would just add on the end of that as well is, you know, Naz and I were laughing, we uh, wrote this post a while back about community building and a lot of our community members jumped on this guest post that we did and wrote all these comments and I I said to Naz, there's this really, there's this common theme that I wasn't really expecting and they're all saying that we're the real, quote, I'm using quotation marks if you could see me, we're the real deal and I just, we just kind of thought on the one hand, like how awesome that, Mm -hmm. that you know, our community think we're the real deal. And then we thought, well, hang on a minute, why is that standing out so much that we are supposedly the real deal? And I think that one of the most important ways that we are actually impacting um, our community is by being real with them and by bringing a real sense of challenge. And I think that, um, you know, for people that we work with, it can be a little bit, they can be a little bit taken aback because, um, we're definitely not here to sugarcoat anything. Um, you know, for example, we had a call with someone the other day and we kind of said, look, you know, making your impact on the world is going to take some serious guts. It's going to take, you know, maybe three or more years to actually get to where you want to go. And so I think that on the one hand that has people taken aback, but we wouldn't have it any other way because it's really important that we be real with our people, that we can bring that sense of challenge to them and so I think that for me that's kind of one of the most important things and and also knowing that we don't have it all worked out like Naz and I are still working this stuff out day in day out like what how the hell are we going to make this work and (laughs) I think I think the day we think we've got it worked out (laughs) is the day we need to retire (laughs) yeah yeah and then I think just more broadly than that it's it's just really sharing this mindset of you don't have to have a huge quote unquote list of people to make a difference. All you need is one person to make a difference. And, you know, we've built a successful business with less than a thousand subscribers. We have a team of four. Um, We sustain ourselves financially. We adore what we do. And so I think, you know, we're, we're really trying to shake up this whole mentality that you've got to build a list, you've got to have a huge following and otherwise you're not going to make it. It's simply not true. Um, So really just helping communities to build in the most sustainable way possible and often that's slower than like getting a huge influx of community members overnight. And for us, that's perfect. Well, and that's a really powerful message for entrepreneurs to hear who are in the online space and, and that being a big part of their business because there is a lot of pressure and tension of build your list, increase traffic, you know, all of those messages from uh, people with these enormous lists. So uh, that's a really great message to, to share. 
And yeah, I mean, you know, we would say it, the list doesn't matter. What matters is your relationships with others, whether mm-hmm. that's your community, whether that's with influencers. Um, it's all just about your relationships, how meaningful are your relationships with the people within your community. And then within the community, are they talking to each other? Do they care about each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and really just going back, you know, we kind of describe it as slowing down to speed up. And that, you know, I think from a sustainability point of view, keeping your business going long-term or your impact going long-term, um, I, we really can't see it working any other way. Well, I loved seeing on your website the African word Ubuntu, which um, I'm not sure what definition you had there, but I understand it as I am because you are, and it speaks to our really deep interconnectedness and our ability to have, when we support each other, to create something really unique. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that seems to under that philosophy seems to underlie everything you're doing. Definitely. Yeah. Do you think that? Uh, well, the, first of all, let me say I I when I was first in touch with you, one of the things I was so struck by with both of you was even through email, you have this amazing positive energy that just comes through in your communication and and enthusiasm and engagement. So. That was really awesome to experience. And, and I love hearing too that you are being real with people, that you're sharing your own struggles, that you're um, helping people understand that it's not just about enthusiasm, it's about all of the things that you need to do in order to bring a business to life. So it's a great balance to uh, help people understand that. Yeah, I guess, um, and thank you so much for saying that, Ursula. I think um, one of the, so Naz and I don't have many rules in what we do, but we do have one that has kind of, we've always hung on to for the for, for forever, which is if it's not fun, we don't do it. And so I, that was kind of what came to mind as you shared, you know, it's, it's not something that we're trying to do to be positive or whatever, but um, we've dropped projects because they just stopped being fun. They were, they were just not what we wanted to do or we've, we've let go of clients because they weren't the right mm-hmm. fit for us. And I think um, that's huge. You know, like why I was thinking this morning before this conversation, why the hell would anyone want to leave their day job to go and slug it out and be even more miserable <laughs> as an entrepreneur? It doesn't make any sense. Really? Like I'm not doing this if it's not fun. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, and uh, uh, that's a great that's a great component to highlight because if it gets to be uh, such a heavy weight, then that's going to come across in what you're doing as well. Yeah, and, and energetically, yeah, that doesn't work either. So, yeah, did did you both start out with this desire to have impact, to be agents of positive change? Because that's really how I see what you're doing. Is that something that evolved over time, or have you always felt that way? So, so I might jump in. I, I've um, always probably always been that way and kind of not realized it. So even from now that I look back into my history of growing up as a young girl, I always see that I was out there to um, always look out for the the little guy, so to speak, or you know the kid in the in the playground who was being bullied, or you know I've got quite a, a thread which is like that. And, and when I decided to become a police officer, it was for exactly the same reason that I wanted to make a difference in other people's lives. And the reason why I didn't 
um, enjoy my job so much, it was a good job, but enjoy it so much as I wasn't making the impact that I really wanted to in the world. So I was making an impact, but it wasn't on the scale or the level that I really felt deep down inside that I could. And so ultimately, that's why I resigned um, from that job. It wasn't that, you know, I wasn't one, one of these people in those situations where I just can't stand this job and I have to get out of it and it's <laughs> horrible. And I'd actually created an environment which I really ended up loving what I was doing, but uh, it just wasn't wasn't on a scale that I could get to the end of my life and be sitting there saying, you know what, I'm really proud of what I did. And so, um, yeah, so I've always had that going on for me um, to this degree and to the specificity of where where we are now or where we've been headed in the last three years that I didn't know about. I didn't I didn't really know that it was, um, you know, to be working in this space of community building and uh, human potential and personal development and all of that. So that's kind of just come online in the last three years for me. But I always knew that there was something that I wanted to do for other people. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. What, what about you, Leah? Well, I was giggling to myself thinking I was going to say, I actually have have had no interest in having any impact <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and in some ways it's it's been, I guess, kind of true for, I mean, I wouldn't say I have a similar story to you, Naz, in that I didn't always want to make a difference. I didn't like as a kid think, I'm, you know, I want to make a difference or make an impact. And I just knew that once I had my son, who's now almost five, uh, that I wanted him to know and truly believe that he could wake up every single day with a real sense of aliveness and that he could do anything, like really, really anything. But at the time when I looked at, you know, he must have been about, I don't know, 15 months or something at that stage. And suddenly I looked at myself and thought, well, hang on a minute. Here's your mum working in a job that's just okay. It's just, it's mediocre. It wasn't like horrendous or anything, but it didn't light me up and I didn't have that sense of aliveness. So that was kind of the start of my journey. And not long after did I meet Naz. And then I think in terms of what we do today, it's more kind of like it's it's called us into being going back to the start of what we were talking about is that we kind of stumbled across this community building stuff by building our own very hyper engaged community and suddenly we had people asking us how do you guys do it like why do you guys have such you've got such a small list like how are you sustaining your business how the hell have you got these people talking to each other posting without you even being there you know, staying tight knit and getting behind everything and having all these repeat um, clients. And Naz and I looked at each other and we were like, we have no idea. <laughs> we really have no idea how on earth we've created this. And so we've really spent the last probably 18 months unpacking, okay, how do we do it? You know, often the best strategies out there are the ones that you don't even know you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um and that was certainly the case for us. And so it's just been so awesome to be able to sit down and look at, okay, how do we do it? And how can we help others really create that sense of impact for themselves? Well, and that's so true, isn't it? There's, there's this intuitive component that leads you into something. And then afterwards, you have to think about, well, how did that actually right. come together? 
Now, yeah. did you want yeah. to add something? Uh, I, I was going to say it's absolutely hilarious to hear Leah say, you know, <laughs> that she never really had, you know, any inkling to, for this until her son came along because Leah is one of the most passionate, purpose-driven people I know. And <laughs> I just kind of wanted to highlight in that space how important it is to to not be judgmental of yourself of like, I don't have this figured out and I don't know what's going on. And, you know, when it comes, it just comes and that's okay at whatever point in time that is. So whether whether you had it from a two-year-old or or whether you found it in your in your 60s, it really doesn't matter um, and I think so many people, we, we've experienced so many people put pressure on themselves mm-hmm. or judgment on themselves about that. And I'm just so um, grateful that Leah shared that component of her story because there is so much out there saying, oh, you've got to have it all figured out right now. And, and the truth is, is you don't just follow the very next thing that, you know, really lights you up. Mm. Well, thank you for highlighting that because it's one of the reasons I asked that question. I think that that kind of journey can start at any point, as you believe also. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. great to point that out. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. One of the things I've been talking with people about in, in this topic of impact is their values and how does that inform the impact that you want to have. And my personal belief is that they're so deeply in, interconnected. And I wonder what your perspectives are on that and how your business is a reflection of your values. So, so our, well, you've heard a couple of our values, probably you've been able to pick them out mm-hmm. um, already during this interview. So our values is always people before profits, most definitely. And, and uh, you know, we also believe in really surrounding ourselves with other people who are like-minded. And we talk a lot about, you know, we like to breathe life into people, not suck it out. And, um, you know, it's about value adding to other people consistently and uh, constantly rather than wanting to take from them. And I, I think from a business perspective and from us, what happens is, is when you know your values and you're so solid in them and you communicate them, then you attract the same kind of people to you. Those, you know, when you're, you're willing to stand up and courageously speak about those things, then people who that resonates, resonates with will come and join you on that journey to be able to make their impact as well. So without a doubt, like our values run through everything that we do. And, you know, we base our big decisions on that and obviously having fun is one of our values as well and you know every single decision that goes through our lives and our business is based on that yeah and i would add on to that to give an example of how that works in our business so we i mentioned earlier we have um, a team of four so we have two amazing um staff members sharice and michelle who work out of the philippines and you know, I, it really kind of like gets to us when we hear people talk about their VAs. Like I've got, I'm going to get a VA and I'm going to get them to do X, Y, Z. And and how we, what was always really important to us was that they were part of our family and they are. And so having fun together and, you know, really, I think for them, it took a long time for them to get used to us as it seems to for a lot of people. But, um, <laughs> you know, we actually really care about their lives. Like what's happening in your world? How can we help? And we don't have any set structures of like you must work this hour to this hour you only get this many holidays you know it's completely fluid and it's it's built on trust 
trust in them and what we get back in return is we have the most amazing team we absolutely adore each other we love coming together and they work their butts off like you know it, there is just never any question of you know if we got to get something across the line we're all in it together and we actually really look to everyone in the team to make decisions so it's not just Naz and I leading although we do sometimes of course make those decisions but you know we really like to put it out to the team and say well what do you think like you're the expert in this area and so having that sense of empowerment and you know for me it always comes back to aliveness that's that's my absolutely number one value is I want to wake up every day feeling alive and I don't want my team to wake up and feel dead. Like, oh, my God, I've got to work for these two crazies again. Like, this is horrendous. <laughs> you know, I want Sharice and Michelle to wake up and feel alive. And, and you know, we've got an event in Utah in April and we're, we're all going, all four of us. You know, we said we don't care what it takes, but we want all of us to be there and to be together and to really enjoy this. So, you know, I think that for us it's it's definitely about, being a family and you know if we're if we can be a family the four of us then our community is going to start to feel that they're part of that family as well mm -hmm. yeah I mean, you can feel the energy of that and and uh, how you've so intentionally created a, a community within your business of caring for each other that's a really that's a really powerful yeah. message to uh, to put out about your business what, yeah one of the things that uh, I, I wonder about when people are are purpose driven, that it can sometimes become uh, something that really pulls you forward, and and taking care of yourself can kind of fall by the wayside. So I, I was curious <laughs> to hear from each of you about how how you feel your own self-care affects your ability to have impact and if you if you do feel that way is there some aspect of your self-care practice that feels most sacred or important to you i am so glad you asked this question <laughs> because <laughs> me too yeah uh, so there was definitely uh, and and the way you posed it as well is sometimes when you are so purpose-driven and you know you're you know, it's something coming from within you, this this deep pull, um, it can be really easy to get lost in it. So there was a, there was a moment in time there, probably in the definitely in the first year that Leah and I started this where, you know, we could be working 16 hour days, just trying to get everything off the ground and doing all those things. And, and there was a point where we both just, you know, stopped and, and, you know, looked at each other and went, we're getting burnt out here. This is like we're not enjoying it. It's not fun anymore. What are we actually doing? And, uh, you know, we, uh, as Leah mentioned before, we have this saying in our business that you need to slow down to speed up. And so it was a massive wake-up call for both of us. We weren't, you know, spending time with our families. We weren't looking after ourselves um, with regards to eating really well and sleeping well and exercising. And so we made a commitment to each other that we would do that and that we would put that first. And so both of us have done that. And 
you know, the interesting part about self-care is that it really is true that when you slow down everything, you get much greater focus, you can mm-hmm. achieve much more. So um, so we went from working, you know, 16-hour days to maybe some days working six hours, four hours, 12 hours, like just depending on what was going on, but mm-hmm. always having the commitment for our own self-care. And that's not always perfect either. I just want to throw that out there as well. So. <laughs> So for me, what that looked like was, um, you know, stopping eating food that wasn't really nourishing my body and starting to eat really great um, food. Sleeping is number one without a doubt for me. Um, if I don't get eight to ten hours, I'm an absolute grump. So um, sleeping well, connecting with my family, eating well, and then from an exercise front, I, I love a great challenge. So I I do run and and do those sorts of things, but I love, I'm totally into obstacle racing at the moment, doing crazy obstacle races. And uh, Bikram yoga is just my go-to. Like if I don't do it, I can really feel the difference. And I just absolutely adore it and love it. And then meditation uh, when I can and, you know, just go, I, I live near a national park, going for a walk in a national park or getting myself to the beach and, um, what else do I do for self-care? And then, you know, the girly things as well, like I'll go get my nails done and get my hair done and go for a massage and those sorts of things just take some time out. And the thing is, is when you're on go, creativity seems to disappear for me, whereas when I slow down and do these things, my creativity returns and I can make much better decisions for the business. So that's a very long answer, but I'm so glad that you asked that question. (laughs) It's so important to look after yourself. Yeah. I've had the same experience of the being go, go, go and not looking after myself and creativity just starts to drift away. It's like, it's looking for a better home. (laughs) It does. Without a doubt. Like I I just think that you, like I became not open to the creativity. It's almost like it blows in the wind. And if you're on go all the time and you're closed off, it just doesn't seem to catch you. And I think you're a hundred percent right. It goes and finds someone else, someone else that's willing (laughs) to take it. So, What about you, Leah? Yeah, well, I mean, a very, very similar experience to Naz in that, you know, I remember working from my mother-in-law's basement and just, like Naz said, doing just crazy long hours Um, and then realizing when once my son got home from, from daycare that I just, I didn't have any energy left for him. And I was like, hang on a minute, this isn't right. And so, um yeah, it's been, it is just the most important thing. And, you know, I've, I've declared this year for me is the year of balance because I know it's going to be a daily challenge for me to keep that balance in place for myself. Um, but at the time, I actually reached out to one of our community members and said, look, I can't do this alone. Um, I need your help <laughs> because I know for me that I need someone to hold me accountable to actually put my sneakers on, get out and go for a run. And and so the thing that I love about looking after myself is that I actually have a personal trainer at the moment and he's from within our community as well. And it's just so cool to be able to go and hang out with like-minded people and look after myself. And so really, I guess my top two sacred, if you like, activities, it sounds a bit weird to say, but one is lifting weights <laughs> because I just switch off completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is as well yoga. So I go to just a, a deep stretch relaxation class once a week. And it. I went last night and it is just like 
realignment of the soul for me. <laughs> Every week I get to pause and breathe and just stop. And But I think, you know, what, what Naz was kind of touching on is true for me is it's not a once a week or a once a month thing. It's a daily challenge where I actually need to, because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore it and I don't want to stop and I don't want to sleep. And so it's a real challenge on a daily basis where I have to turn the computer off and just be with my family. So come four o'clock, I'm done. Usually I'm done for the entire night and I just play Lego with my son and I can unwind in those kinds of ways as well. Well, and and oddly doing that and and maintaining yourself and your health and and your your feeling good in your body, it it in itself is a discipline because as you said, when you're really drawn to what you're doing, it's hard to pull yourself away sometimes. Oh, completely. It is <laughs> completely a challenge every day. It's like it's a great problem to have, though. <laughs> it absolutely is, for sure. <laughs> have, uh, have you run into obstacles or problems in making the impact that you want to have? I know you've shared little bits and pieces that we've been talking as we've been talking, but it would be great to hear how you work through one of those. And uh, if each of you want to respond to that, it'd be uh, wonderful for people to get a sense of what that's been like for you. Naz, have you got one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Sorry, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been on and off mute. So, uh, yeah. Interestingly, I would I would say that in business there is just as many of those times that are challenging as what we have to celebrate, and I think not enough people uh, talk about those things. So, the first one I would say, um, especially like starting off and when you're right at the beginning of your journey it can seem like you're you're doing so much work and nothing's coming back and you're putting all of this stuff out there and nothing's coming back so it's really really tough to keep in that momentum of sharing the impact that you want with the world because you're not actually getting the feedback from the people you want to be making the impact with and so after a period of time that could be really soul destroying of like I'm trying so hard and and there's just nothing and this is this is just all all too difficult and I think to overcome that challenge I, I mean I remember in the beginning you know we'd spend two three days writing an amazing blog post and you know it might have been Leah's parents and my parents and and maybe a couple of close <laughs> friends who read it and they were only doing it because they were our friends or our family and. And, you know, it, it was probably about six months down the track that the very first person that wasn't related to us, like a stranger, <laughs> actually reached out to us and said, you know, this is so amazing and thank you so much. You've made a difference in my life. So in that six-month period, that's really, really tough. And I guess Leah and I didn't realize at the time how lucky we were to have each other, to keep pushing mm-hmm. forward, to keep um, encouraging each other and um, to, to do that. So. So that's one of the challenges and the uh, and also I guess linked into that a really big challenge especially when you when you're starting out is you you know what you're capable of and you know the impact that you want to make in the world and you know what you have to offer is amazing and you want it to go really fast you want to be able to do it like yesterday and I remember right at the beginning Leah and I had this amazing idea cuz we don't have um, any of these amazing conferences that, you know, it seems like in America you can go to 
all sorts of things throughout the year and we don't have so many of those here in Australia and right in the beginning it was such a massive challenge for us we wanted to run something like that where we could bring together this community of like-minded people and and we were just too new at the time and uh, it just didn't get off the ground and it was one of those projects that we believed so wholeheartedly in and we tried every single possible thing that we could to, to make that work and it was just such a challenge and I remember you know I believed in it so much and the day that we decided we asked ourselves it was one of those projects that we asked are we having fun with this anymore and and I remember thinking to myself clearly not because I'm in a fetal position in my bedroom crying about this thing. Oh, wow. This is this is not fun. Like this is how much it meant to me. Right. And uh and it was that point where I knew that it was one of those things that we had to let go of at that time. And that doesn't mean that it's not ever gonna happen. It just wasn't the right time for that particular project. So it was a massive challenge to know when when to do things and when not to do them. And Sometimes you don't know the answer to that until you actually try. And mm-hmm. so that was one of those pieces of spaghetti that didn't stick at that time. But that doesn't mean I can't pick up that spaghetti again and throw it at the wall at some other point in time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really big challenge as as well. And, you know, I think a spe- like a challenge when you're doing things where, you, where you're so heart invested into what you're doing, it can be such a challenge to let stuff go because you care so wholeheartedly about it. I think if it was stuff you didn't really care about, you could probably just go, no, well, you know, it just kind of didn't work. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I think that links back into self-care. It's, it's, well, what are you doing to nourish yourself to really let go of that and, and really be okay with it. And so that you're not mentally scarred for the rest of your life about (laughs) these things that you're trying to do in business. So, so yeah, those, those definitely are challenges. That's great. I uh, I kept nodding all through the way you were talking, like all these steps in your journey about is anybody out there reading this and, and <laughs> make, having that first non-friend, non-family member go, wow, this is awesome. It's a, it's a really, those yeah. are monumental moments in growing a business. Yeah. So yeah. And I yeah. think, I think it's so easy to get caught up in this whole numbers thing that people carry on about. Like, you know, you need like, I don't know, a million people to be making an impact to. And, you know, I don't think I don't think it's really like that. Well, it's definitely, of course, the more people you can have a positive impact on, that's awesome. But, you know, even now when we do our um, video um, vlogs, is that what they're called, Mm -hmm. our video vlogs? Yeah. um, I'm trying to keep up with all this, you know, modern lingo. (laughs) Um, So so even when we do that, so currently, you know, some of them might get 60 views, for example, and a lot of people might look at that and go, well, what's the point? Well, I'm pretty sure there was a really big point to the 60 people who yeah, watched that. That's true. And, and that's the bit that really matters. And to not get caught up in, you know, a, a lot of people would find that to be a challenge. I find that to be absolutely amazingly positive that, hey, like I actually get to make a difference to 60 people right now. Yeah. And what you said about earlier about one of your values being adding value to people consistently. I mean, it's one person at a time for any business. So, um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Definitely. Did you want to add to that? Um, Yeah, I will. You know, it's, it's so great. I love, I love that I get to work with Naz because we're so like, (laughs) we kind of managed to become a whole, we're like two pieces of the puzzle. And so when Naz is talking about letting things go, I was actually thinking about 
the things that we've said yes to that we've actually drawn to us and the reason that that um, has been a challenge is what I'm specifically talking about is when um, we decided and it was very much Naz's idea and I thought it was a terrible idea at the time I don't know if you knew that Naz but she said to me I think we need to bring on another staff member I think we need someone maybe you know a virtual assistant somewhere and I said okay all right and then a few days later she said I think we need two and I was like, this is such a bad idea. We're not getting paid a dime yet. We haven't been paid since we started this gig. And now we're going to bring on staff members. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, this is going to be like, this must be the number one business no-no. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to pay yourself first and then you know, bring on staff. And it was a similar thing with... Um, Oh, before I show it, the next one was, so when we um, hired and we found, you know, these amazing two women in the Philippines, Michelle and Sharice, within, I think, about three or four months of them being on board, we had tripled our reach. Mm. I mean, it was wow. absolutely insane that we could suddenly focus on the work that Naz and I really should be doing rather than the work that, you know, just kind of had to get done. And some of it, you know, there's always a percentage of, of work that we all have to do that we don't love. Mm -hmm. And so we were just trying to do everything, hence the 16-hour days. And, you know, that was one of the – I congratulate you, Naz. You were right <laughs> for the record. You were right. That was the, the best thing to do. Um, but it, it was a really big challenge because we're like we're not paying ourselves. And it was the same with um, it's okay. I was going to say – well, I was going to say, like, I've got a confession to make as well because it was you who pushed for our business coach when we took on our business coach. And I was like, are you nuts? <laughs> like, you know, you want to pay this guy, like, more than we're paying out to virtual assistants. We could take on, like, another however many virtual assistants and we could, you know, quadruple our team and you're crazy. What are you doing? And I remember saying, like, we can't afford him right now, but okay, at the worst, I can sell my car and we'll be able to <laughs> yep. afford it. And, and it was absolutely the best thing that, you know, you're 100% right. Taking on Sharice um, and Michelle and our business coach has been two of the best decisions we've made because it's really helped us overcome the challenges that we were facing in our business. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, and I think yeah. I was like, well, you're right doing that. That was a great decision. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Good, good, good. I had to get one back at you. So. Um, well, those but, kinds but, of. You know, I think. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Ursula, go. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say that um, you know a lot of these things are to do with just staying in momentum, yeah. and you know we talk a lot about momentum and clarity um, with our community, and a lot of people get stuck in the clarity, wanting thinking that clarity comes first. It doesn't. Momentum comes before clarity, and we see so many, and us included, get stuck in the like I need to have it worked out before I can take the next step, mm -hmm. and so bringing on. Um, Michelle and Sharice and our business coach, we didn't have the clarity when we took them on. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. But as we took that step, as we took that action, as we got into momentum and got supported and got help, then the clarity started to drop. So it's a bit of a, uh, it seems a bit like back to front, but we 100% stand by that you got to get in momentum if you want to get clarity. I completely agree that taking action in itself can be so clarifying. It's like the whole landscape mm -hmm. shifts as soon as you take action. And you could never have seen right. it from that perspective from where you used to be standing. So yeah. Yeah. Make, making those kinds of leaps of faith or investments that seem like 
you know, crazy financial decisions, they, they pay off hugely because they free you up to really be able to move forward with uh, a lot more momentum. So, yeah, that's great. I, yep. I applaud your courage in doing that when those situations <laughs> arose. Craziness. <laughs> well, do, do you uh, have any insights or advice you would share with a business owner who wants to positively affect what the, 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 the environment, the people that they're working with, that they're asking themselves, how can I have impact? Could, could each of you share some advice or insight you could offer them? I would suggest that first, like if, if you're just starting out right now, is to not get caught up in all of the things that you need to do and find that one person that you can make an impact with. Uh, we, we find so many people get worried about like building the website and getting their social media presence and doing all of these crazy things that people out there are telling them to do and they haven't even taken that first step to doing what they really want to be doing and what they really, really love. So um, a, a really great example of that is, is I was speaking to someone yesterday and he was telling me, you know what I really wish I had have done was to become a, um, a designer of outdoors and I said so basically like you wanted to become a um, exterior designer like not an interior one an exterior designer and he's like yeah and I said well what's stopping you what's holding you back from doing that and he's like oh well there's so much that would have to be done to be able to do that and I said what if you just found one person that needed the exterior of their home designed for them and you went out and did that because what will happen in that space is that you will, uh, well, he will, and whatever your impact is that you want to make is he will, one, know whether that is really what he wants to be doing. So he won't waste all of this time doing all of these other superfluous things that people tell you you need to do. And two, he will get the fulfillment. He will get that that being fed because we get fed when we're making impact. We get fulfilled and we get that thing I was talking about, like it's really selfish what we actually do because we're getting fed ourselves to become more alive and more lit up. And uh, it will start you on that journey to having the momentum that you want to be making in the world. So I would, I would 100% I can't even talk now, 100% say go and find one person that you can make an impact with and do it with them. And then the other thing is, is surround yourself with like-minded people who really believe in you and the impact that you want to make in the world because there will be times where you will be in the fetal position crying or maybe not actually, but uh, you know, you'll have those times where you'll just want to give up and you'll need those people who have your back who are going to say, you can get through this because um, we have so many fears that come on board as we make impact that we need that community and those supportive mechanisms in place. So get yourself an amazing community and just start with one. Great. Thank you. Leah? Well, <clears throat> I think Naz pretty much nailed it. Um, you know, what I would say, just kind of building on what Naz was sharing was don't go it alone. Like just don't go it alone. So get yourself supported both by people that Naz was talking about that you can work with. So find that one person. Um, find a group of peer level, so a mastermind group where you can be on the journey at similar points with other like-minded people. And then also have someone who's a mentor for you, someone who's further along in the journey, that's experienced it, that that knows, you know, that can give you advice and support. And so really build out, you know, like Naz was talking about having yourself surrounded by a support network. 
I mean, that that would be my number one thing is don't go it alone and don't forget to work on you. So often we forget about ourselves in this process and, you know, all you really need to be is one or two steps ahead of the people that you serve. So don't forget about being that one or two steps ahead and keep on working on you. Keep, you know, going to courses, going to conferences, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, reading books, you know, keeping on having that kind of beginner's mindset so that you can keep expanding and growing. So don't forget about you and don't go it alone. That is so great. Thank you both. And thank you, Leah Naz, for being on this podcast. This uh, conversation has been so amazing. I I really want to thank you for your commitment to helping people lead purpose-driven lives and and your own commitment to community and how important that is for all of us to have the impact that we want to have to be able to create what we want to create. You've really uh, developed something amazing in how you're supporting people in that. So thank you for the work that you do oh, in the thank world. You. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you so, so much. much. It has been uh, a total blast. It's <laughs> been so much fun. Like, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> well, I've yeah, had, yeah. had an amazing time too. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just been phenomenal. Be yeah. And, you know, Ursula, I really want to acknowledge you for the work that you do because, you know, as we kind of have been touching on together, we can make an impact, you know, the more that we can support each other and collaborate and just, you know, the messages that you're getting out there into the world and the conversations that you're having with people um, is just phenomenal. So as Naz said, it's such an honor to uh, to spend the time with you. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, I want to talk with you both more about how I can support you. So I'm excited about what you're doing. And if people want to, people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? So it'll be uh, through our website, which is ripple.rocks. It's R-Y-P-L dot rocks. So we even have fun with our URLs as well. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Ripple great. rocks. laughs> So uh, either that or uh, the other best place to find us is on Facebook. Uh, so Nazra Murphy or Leah Hines on Facebook. Great. Okay. Thank you again so much. I've really enjoyed being uh, here with you and talking with you. So thanks for your time and your, in your amazing work. Thank you, Ursula. So join us for more podcasts on impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. And thank you to everyone listening for being here. Until next time, to keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by entering your name and email at workalchemy.com.